Hey, it's Nancy Yearout. It is September the 10th, 2023, and welcome to News with Nancy. And thanks for joining me today. I've got a few things I want to talk about. Um, the first thing that comes across is New Mexico governor issues a 30-day ban on carrying guns in public in Albuquerque. And the executive order was issued as a declaration of public health emergency. It comes after several recent shootings of children. Critics call the step unconstitutional. Now, this comes from the New York Times. It says at a news conference on Friday, she said the shootings have amounted to an epidemic and that the suspension allowed for a cooling off period for the state to figure out the best way to address gun violence and public safety. Now, she said she expected the suspension to be challenged in court and could not guarantee it would stand. She says, I welcome the debate and the fight about making New Mexico safer, she said. Wow. On Saturday, that was yesterday, the National Association for Gun Rights, along with a member who lives in Albuquerque, filed documents in courts suing Ms. Lujan Grisham, seeking to block the enforcement of her order, arguing that it violated the Second Amendment, which I believe it does, but I'm not a lawyer. I'll just tell you what I think. In the filing, the group pointed to a ruling by the Supreme Court last year that found that a New York law placing strict limits on carrying guns outside the home was unconstitutional. You know, the same day, another lawsuit seeking to block the order was filed by the Gun Owners Foundation and the Gun Owners of a America organization on behalf of a New Mexico resident. You know, this has really gotten crazy. What happened was a little boy was um, killed outside a minor league baseball stadium this week, the isotopes. And that's why I have my isotopes mariachi shirt on today to honor the little boy who was 11 years old and he was killed. Now, my feeling on this is not that um, we need to get rid of people's guns. It's that we need to have law enforcement and the law has not been enforced. And so people have been let out of jail and prisons and things like that. And they're not being kept. And so there's more and more gun violence. And this is just her way. This is my opinion only. I feel intuitively this is her way of saying, oh, I'm going to be the first governor to get rid of guns. And it's just not going to happen. That's my feel on this one. Um, I can give you let me see what my angel says. Yeah, she's just puffed up. This is about her. This isn't about the kid. This isn't about anything other than her making a mark for herself is what I pick up. I hate to say that, but that's it. And God bless the little boy um, and all the children who have been killed over, you know, people just randomly, you know, shooting and doing what they want and the law not being enforced. That's really what this has come down to. You know, I want to talk about Hurricane Lee. Uh, it's expected to strengthen, but the track forecast remains uncertain. This comes from the Atlanta AP. Uh, it says Hurricane Lee is rewriting old rules of meteorology, leaving experts astonished at how rapidly it grew into a Goliath Category 5 hurricane. Well, it grew because they're controlling our weather and they made it grow. So we do have the capabilities. A lot of governments do have the capabilities and they are doing this, you guys, so that we buy into this whole global warming thing, which to me is just a ruse. It's a cover for some way to funnel money, some way to, you know, and to scare people. This is crazy.
Lee, which just as quickly dropped to a still dangerous category three, had held that strength Saturday and could still be a harbinger as ocean temperatures climb, spawning fast-growing major hurricanes that could threaten communities farther north and inland, uh, inland experts say. This is all these guys messing with the weather. And this is what I want to talk about today because I pulled some Bible prophecy and I've also pulled some information on how many earthquakes have been happening recently. So my intuitive take on this is the combination. This is a combination, I feel intuitively, of Bible prophecy being fulfilled, which it has to be fulfilled, and governments controlling the weather to really scare people into this whole global warming deal. This is what I really feel intuitively on this. And let me just take a moment and see if I get anything else on this to tell you. Yeah, she wants you to wake up and open your eyes. She says, open your eyes and see for yourself what's happening. Don't You don't have to take my word for it. Start to do some research. She wants you to open your eyes and look and pay attention to what's going on. I'm just putting it out there. You can Google just like I can. You can watch this stuff just like I can. I just am bringing it to your attention because it's going on and we need to be aware of what's happening. So more than 2,100 people were killed by an earthquake near Marrakech, Morocco. Rescuers in Morocco are searching for survivors from Friday's powerful earthquake. More than 2,100 people are confirmed dead and rescuers warn that the toll is still expected to rise and how sad that all this stuff is going on. And this just happened on September 8, 2023. They're also saying that... um, Record heat and sunshine have been abruptly replaced by this, of course, this weekend. There's storms coming across um, severe threats in the mid-Atlantic and the Northeast um, and an increasing threat of flooding near the Appalachians. So um, they're seeing severe thunderstorms and wind gusts 50 to 70 miles per hour slamming the Northeast on Friday, um, leaving tens of thousands without power in Massachusetts and New York and generating more than 200 storm reports for the National Weather Service. A vast majority reporting trees and our power lines toppled in the ferocious gust. And this just goes on. I mean, it's just crazy stuff. Then you get to the earthquakes. Now, I looked this up and I was shocked. And you guys should look it up too. Yesterday, there was uh, in Argentina, 6.1 registered on the Richter scale. Afghanistan yesterday, 5.8 earthquake. In India, registered 6.1 earthquake. Indonesia, 5.3 earthquake yesterday. New Zealand, 5.0. And there was one in the Atlantic Ocean. Now, when you look at how many earthquakes there are today, you can look this up. This is how many there are today. Now, I don't follow earthquakes usually, but I was shocked by this. I mean, this is all just today. There was one in Japan, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Argentina, British Virgin Islands, Dominican Republic, the United States, that's San Antonio, Texas, Chile, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, United States, that's Trinidad, Colorado, which I think is kind of odd, and United States also near Indiana, and Puerto Rico, and Chile. These are all just happening today. South Africa, and again, there's another in the United States. It's in Hilo, Hawaii. So be aware. Um, There's also quite a few earthquakes. Oh, another earthquake near China today occurred uh, 51 minutes ago. I just pulled this, a 4.9. 
in China. Okay, so this is happening. It's some crazy stuff. Some of the largest, oh, then this one came through. I couldn't believe this, you guys. This is Australia. I had two quakes, multitude, or I'm sorry, magnitude 2.0, the largest uh, being 2.1. Now, the last earthquake in Australia occurred one hour and 14 minutes ago. The weak magnitude was 3.2. Um, May 3rd was the largest earthquake in 120 years in Melbourne. Okay, it didn't cause a lot of damage, but this is happening across the globe. So I'm bringing up the earthquake thing because it's really um, getting crazy. And so before I even get on with any more news, I'm going to read you some of this prophecy. And I pulled this. Um, this is, I believe, just a King James version, but Luke 21 Um Luke chapter 21, verse 10, and I'm going to read a little bit because I want you just to refresh your memory. I'm sure you're all aware of this, but then he said to them, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines and pestilence. And I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there's been a lot of locusts in different parts of the world, uh, Africa for one. And fearful events and great signs from the heavens. So these are signs. This is God saying, hey, you know, enough is enough. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison. And you will be brought before kings and governors and all of an account and all on account of my name. This is Jesus speaking. And so you will bear testament to me, but make up your mind not to worry before how you will defend yourself. For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. And I think people are experiencing this right now. Everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair on your head will perish. Stand firm and you will win life. I'm going to read that one more time. But not a hair on your head will perish. Stand firm and you will win life. We need to remember that as all this craziness goes on. So when you see Jerusalem being surrounded by armies, you will know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those in the city get out and let those in the country not enter the city. For this is a time of punishment, fulfillment of all that has been written. This is prophecy. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against this people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all nations, to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars on the earth, and nations will be anguished in perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable, look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you will see for yourself and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. This is really important that we realize that a lot of these things are fulfilling the prophecy right now. 
So the last thing I want to read here, I just think it's really important. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. That's interesting, huh? Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing drug- drunkenness and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. So he's forewarning us for it will for it will come on all those who live on the face of the earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. So I wanted to read that today to remind everybody that a lot of this stuff are signs. And I think I really truly feel like, you know, God's like had enough, our creator, whatever you want to call it. I don't, when we start manipulating the weather and people are killed because of it, I mean, and let's just talk about Maui. (laughs) I am so frustrated. Not one child should be unaccounted for after Maui wildfire school enrollment suffers. That's the headline. Where are the children? They can't find the kids. So on a recent night in Hawaiian Island on Oahu, Superintendent Keith Hayashi and several board members invited the community to a meeting that was supposed to be about plans to reopen several of Maui public schools that were damaged during the wildfires in the historic coastal town of Lahaina. But the gathering developed into an emotional and impassioned scene. Several Maui community members called on the school board to speed up the search for hundreds of students who haven't have not enrolled since the fires. At least 115 people um, were killed, but at love and at level 2,000 structures. But it's almost been a month, and all hands on deck. There's a lot of anxiety because the students are being identified as safe or deceased. So what I don't understand is why. Why haven't all the calls been made? Said Susan Pokola Davis during the public testimony. You need to put yourself in the shoes of those who lost their children. You need to put yourself in the shoes of parents who are not home and had no chance to save their children, said Wallen Christian. At this point, from where I calculated, approximately more than 900 kids are missing. This is one, two, there are 900 kids unaccounted for right now. So hi, Hayashi did not say the exact number of students who remain unaccounted for, but the board's own calculations, I'm sorry, indicate that there's 966 kids that are not enrolled. So where are the kids? What happened to the children? So if over 3,000 students were enrolled in the four schools at the start of the school year, they say 782 have re-enrolled in the other schools. So that leaves 907 Uh, have enrolled in a distant learning program. Very interesting. They don't know where the kids are, but I'm going to tell you something that you may not know. And I looked it up. Somebody told me about it. Do you know there are tunnels underneath Cunha, Cunha Tunnel Field Station? These tunnels were put in place after Pearl Harbor back in 1941. Listen to this. So there's a three-story underground facility located under Old Pineapple Fields near Wheeler Airfield and Showfield Barracks in Hawaii. There are tunnels all up underneath there, you guys. The facility used to be 
used to be connected to a long tunnel, KFC was built after the attack on Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941. It was originally designed to be protected underground like an Army-Navy facility in which large aircraft could be built and repaired. Though there's no historical evidence that it was ever used this way, at the end of the war, the Air Force took over the care of the KFC. So it's been used for ammunition and storage as a Navy command center, um, as the Cunia Kunana, I'm probably not pronouncing this right, Regional Secretary Operations Center, and as Army and Navy property. Today, the National Security Agency uses KFC. This is where the tunnels are, and I bet you this is where they took the kids. That's just what I'm saying. This is what I think. I got some good news for us today. I thought it was good news anyway. So new national monument spans 1 million sacred acres linking Indian reservations to the Rio Grande or to Grand, to the Grand Canyon. I'm sorry. When I've got Albuquerque on my brain, 1 million acres of public land in the north, south, and northeast of the Grand Canyon National Park have officially been turned into a national monument after lobbying efforts by Arizona tribal nations. I think this is cool because it protects the lands. In English, it is to be called um, Ancestral Footprints of the Grand Canyon National Monument, based on the translations of the proposed name um, by the Hopi and the Navajo. So the new monument protects thousands of cultural and sacred sites, places of natural beauty like um, spring-fed waterfalls or a gray mountain called um, Dizzle Bay by the Navajo, which are precious to the tribal nations in the Southwest. This is cool. The 12 tribes that join together as part of the lobbying effort include um, the Havasupa, the Hopi tribe, the Pueblo of Zuni, the Colorado River Indian tribe, and five separate bands of the Peyote. Being part of the announcement, um, so the Secretary of State, uh, the first Native American cabinet secretary herself of the Laguna Pueblo, um, after, she said after the establishment of the Grand Canyon National Park in 1990. In 1919, the Havasupe people were driven out of their land. So this story is similar to one. So they're getting some of their lands back. And this is really cool that they're doing this. Um, I just think that we did take a lot of their lands and it's nice that they're getting it back, especially the Grand Canyon, right? All right. So I want to do, uh, I want to just ask my angels if there's any messages for you guys. And, and I guess what I want to say before I even ask Kurt, I want to let you know that the reason I read all of the biblical prophecy is I want you guys to know that when you are connected to God and you are connected to that higher power, whatever you want to call it, you are protected. You are divinely protected. And I don't want you to be fearful. So all of us who are light workers, all of us who are connected to the divine, all of us who are out there really trying to do the best we can do. I don't want you to be fearful because we are protected. But let me see if I pick up anything for today. She wants you to be at peace. You know, my angel's saying just, you know, be peaceful, um, be aware of what is happening, but be at peace. Take the time to meditate. She's really big on that. I don't even meditate as much as I should. But when you say sit for a few minutes, you know, she wants you to get out in nature. She says drinks lot drink lots of water. And watch your diet. Stay healthy. Stay healthy and fit. 
as these changes as these changes happen in our world it's important for us all to stay hydrated healthy and fit we may have to move from place to place but we are protected we are divinely protected you all have a guardian angel you all are protected by the creator the divine source and don't be afraid the more positive vibrations she says you can um send out um she's saying emit she's saying the more um high vibrations you can emit it changes everything it can bring the vibrations up for everybody so i just hope everybody has a really fabulous week thanks for watching the high road hey this week i've got julio consiglio coming on this week and he's been doing uh sky watch and we're going to bring some of his videos on and we're going to show you some of the um ufos that he's been seeing in Canada. So that's going to be a fun show this week. It's going to be an ET show, ET week, because I've got Phantoms in the Night or ETs. And that's by um, Lorraine McAdam. And she's coming in. My lifelong experience of contact with the paranormal. So these are the shows that are coming up for this week. So it's going to be a paranormal. It's going to be an ET week. So I hope you guys will join me. Thanks for supporting me. And please subscribe. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, please do. It really helps me. I don't make a ton of money, but um, anything, you know, helps a little bit. So I just want to thank everybody for their support. I hope everybody has a terrific week. I hope my little news with Nancy helped you and God bless.